Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. I was flying out on Thursday morning for a few days and I know we've talked about the security issue plenty of times here in the programme. So I took own Corrie's advice and I gave myself a good two and a half hours. Now it was only a short haul flight but I was there good and early um, and I timed it. We were precisely 33 minutes uh, from entering Dublin airport to get through security. I couldn't fault it. No bother. We would no problems at all. The app, the DAA app, was spot on time, uh, time-wise too. It's worth downloading, actually, if you're travelling in the coming weeks. But when we got back yesterday and headed to the to the taxi rank, I couldn't get over the queue. It was huge. You know the tunnel that you, you queue for, for the taxis at the rank there at Dublin Airport? Well, that was full, and then it was the same on the opposite side, the whole way back down the line again. So I actually counted, and we reckon there was 100 people ahead of us in the queue yesterday afternoon to get a taxi and I'd never seen it as big ever before and I'd love to hear other people's experiences like what's your story why is there such a wait for a taxi at Dublin airport because when I did get a taxi yesterday and we were just chatting about the wait and and I was telling him about the number of people ahead of us he made the point that it's it's down to the fact that there's so few taxi drivers that have the the permit to access Dublin airport so is it time to give out maybe to to distribute more taxi permits to taxi drivers across Dublin or like what's your thoughts on this? I mean, should we have maybe, you know, more frequent buses operating into the city centre? No, it was fine yesterday. We got back at half one in the afternoon. It was a nice dry day, but I definitely wouldn't fancy arriving into the queue um, that we had yesterday, you know, late at night or maybe after 11 or 12 o'clock at night. Perhaps Dublin was busy. I know there were games on yesterday. What What is part of the problem? I'd love to chat to taxi drivers actually today about this on the programme. And I was just thinking of the tourists yesterday arriving in and you know some of them were in the queue in front of us and and behind us and sure you could hear them talking about it like this is what they were talking about was where are the taxis at Dublin airport 1800 453 106 is the number if you want to share your experience and if you're a taxi driver if you have the solution get in contact with us 1800 453 106 Owen is with us on the line Owen you you went through Dublin airport I believe last night how long were you waiting for a taxi? I did, uh, yeah, I was there for about, I was there for about 45 minutes in the rank uh, before we actually got in the taxi. Um, I'd say, I was speaking to your colleague there earlier, looking at the photo, I took probably more than 100 people queuing. It went down to kind of like where the, the hill starts before you even get near the tunnel. Um, and it was raining, so yeah, it was bad for us, but I felt bad for the tourists and people coming to Ireland for the first time. Yeah. That's their first experience in Dublin, no buses. The next air coach was in an hour and a half time or something like that. What what time? Oh, I'm sorry, roughly was this last night? So uh, it was about half past midnight, I think thereabouts, um, and we didn't get in a taxi until um, one thirty. Okay. So yeah, rough going, but uh, so mo- yeah, I don't, I, I, more sorry, than a hundred anyway. You reckon? Cause yeah, we- easily. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was, it was crazy. Um, now. And I don't, want, I don't want to be a whinger. I don't know what the the the, the um, solution is, but uh, it's just a, a bad impression for people going to Ireland. That's your, that's your first experience. Mm. No, we were lucky in, in in that it was dry when we arrived yesterday afternoon. But that was the point we were we were talking about. That was you know I wouldn't fancy landing in late like the time you did with yeah. tip, the typical Irish weather. 
and and if yeah. you're not in, in in the top part of the tunnel, there's no cover. Yeah, there was a little bit, but yeah, like the, the side of the rain was, was uh, doing its best to catch us. So <laughs> we're just still struggling. Yeah. I'll come back from Spain in our shorts, feeling sorry for ourselves. But um, yeah, it, it, I, I've seen a lot of people talk about just the, the lack of public transport connection from Dublin Airport into city recently, and it really highlighted it last night. Mm. You know. But that's the thing; it's not it's not just a lack of taxis, though, is it? Like it's it's the no. lack of transport late at night. Yeah, I was I was trying to plot it. I was like, I could either get. So I was. We were looking at the next air coach was at one thirty-five, and we said, "Well, surely we'll get a taxi by one thirty. And sure enough, we got a taxi at one thirty-three. The other option was to get a the forty-one bus into the city centre, and then I don't know, maybe get another taxi from there or something like that. But it's just it's not joined up. It doesn't make sense. And you know, I'm, I'm sure the same as, as yourself. You travel around anywhere else and. Getting to the city centre from the airport doesn't even require a thought. You just you follow the sign, you get on the metro, and you're there. But that's the thing, isn't it? Like you know, what goes on here is nearly so unique, and and the fact that the the metro link that's even pushed further down the track now. I wonder what the solution is in the interim. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I think your your point about um, making it easier for taxis to get in maybe a maybe a good one. Um, Certainly something I've heard before. But, you know, on the other side of things, you get, you know, coming out of a plane and you just want to get in a taxi and a lot of taxi drivers don't take, they don't take card as well. And I know that's a thing in other countries they do. They like, insist on cash, which is just kind of <laughs> adds to the frustration. Mm. Well, actually funny, uh, I went in and got cash yesterday for the taxi for that yeah. for that very reason because I knew that, yeah. that, had, that had come up then. That would be another problem then that you, you couldn't get into the taxi. But you're right, like, it, you know, does it happen? Is the Irish situation, is the is the situation at Dublin Airport, is, you know, where else do you see it? That there's no joined up thinking between the transport services? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I was trying to think, like, maybe I'm just being dramatic here, but, like, we were there for, like, nearly an hour in the rain and the cold, and, like, <laughs> for a big Western, you know, civilised, like, a developed country like, Dublin, like Ireland, I don't know, I thought that was pathetic. So, yeah. 1800-453-106 if you want to join us. Owen, stay with us. Um, there's a text in here too from a listener who says the exact same thing happened to us last month. Americans behind us in the queue, they said it was the worst taxi queue that they'd seen in 20 years of travel. I was actually embarrassed and still we've no real alternative. Uh, Willie is on the line as well. Uh, Willie, you were recently going through Dublin Airport. What did you notice? Well, I the same as your previous caller. I just couldn't believe that in the 21st century, I was queuing for 45 minutes outside Dublin Airport to get home. And now look, a couple of things. One of the things your, your, your first caller said there was they don't have uh, credit cards. That's not true. To be able to park in the Dublin Airport, you have to take credit cards. That's uh, one of the conditions. And that's there for a while. But I had smoke coming out of my ears and I felt mortally embarrassed because here we are in Ireland, as I said, in 2022, and you can't get home. It, it, it was outrageous. The other thing that was interesting for me, if you have a minute, I'll just sketch my journey. I had come through Munich and Frankfurt and then Dublin. So to get to Munich airport, I'd taken the underground from Munich city centre straight out to the airport, uh, right into the uh, terminal, boarded the flight and um, flew home. Uh, or sorry, when I, that was uh, sorry, that was when I went there. And then when I was coming back, I came back through Frankfurt. I took the train from Frankfurt out to the airport. It was a, a long distance train. Actually, I was on it for about two hours straight into the terminal, walked over, checked in and flew home. And then I arrive in Dublin and I'm in a taxi rank for 45 minutes. 
And it seems to me that there's both a short-term and a long-term problem. The short-term is we have to fix it immediately. This is no way to treat anybody coming to Dublin. It embarrasses us and it's a poor service. And then long-term, there just has to be a better public transport link, something underground or an extension of the Lewis, but there has to be a longer-term yeah, solution. Yeah. And look, to be fair, it's it's not the taxi driver's fault. Sure, there's only, I, I don't know how many, maybe somebody can tell me, how many taxi drivers actually have access or have a permit to even be able to use the airport in the first instance um will he just to clarify something there did you say sorry you, you have to have you have to be able to take credit card is it to operate yeah, a taxi at yeah, the airport DAA, DAA made it a term and a condition did they of coming okay. to the airport that you have to so actually when I was coming with a taxi guy recently I said I said oh sorry I actually have no cash um, and he said, he says, don't worry he says we have to have a credit card okay. machine and he opened the front of it and he took out one of those little square devices so we put it through in that now he'd love and for various reasons that I paid him cash, but they're quite happy to take credit cards. Patrick is on the line as well. Patrick, you are a taxi driver. Uh, what is the solution to the shortage of taxis at the airport? Well, first of all, like uh, to be honest with you, I'm in the taxi industry a long time, and I'm sick of us being totally murdered to be the word I'd use it, by the general public and radio stations here about when there's a public transport problem. It's all, all of a sudden, it's a taxi problem. There's no taxi problem in Dublin. You have a couple of scenarios. You'd have the airport at certain times where a lot of flights come in. And like Willie said himself there, how he got from Germany out to the airport to use public transport. But when he comes to Ireland, he has to use a taxi. You know, and that's a problem. Because everybody on the plane at certain times would have to get a taxi. And if you had a taxi for everybody to get off the plane and drop the pounds, there'd be no living to be off the taxi driver. The issue is public transport. And that can be seen by, if you look at the situation we have at night time, at night time for the last 20 to 30 years, a taxi man has been socially murdered for the fact that you can't go home because they should everywhere at the same time. Like the way a lot of planes land at the same time, they should everywhere at the exact same time. And all of a sudden, the NTA there are at the point of money to run a 24-hour bus service. And I was amazed driving around and I showed other taxi drivers this, that we're not really needed at all. And I showed them bus stops there at 3 o'clock in the morning and people standing in the lashings are ringing where there's taxis driving by empty, and they're quite happy, quite happy to get the bus home. A lot of the situations that relate around this uh, uh, scenario where taxis are being bought in and and, and, uh, taxi bashing goes on is because there's no other modes of transport. Like Willie says, we have to start the situation out immediately. What are we going to do? How are we going to sort it out immediately? We're going to entice a lot of people to drive taxis and they make money for a couple of hours and then they just wither in the void after that. This has to stop. It's not a taxi issue. When people are stranded in this country, all of a sudden, because there's no other modes of transport, to start blaming taxi drivers. The reason why we don't have this problem in other Western world, uh, countries that people keep talking about, like on a Friday and Saturday night socialising, is because places are down short at the one time. There isn't this artificial demand for 3,000 people needing to use a taxi all at once. That's, a fair, that, like that, th- that, that's a fair point though, Willie, is it? Well, I listen... We're, we're in danger of being entirely in agreement on this. I'm not blaming the taxi drivers. You know, they charge a fair price. I'm happy to use them. I had a very heavy suitcase with me on this occasion. And because the uh, air coach and the buses don't go to the house, I did want to use a taxi. But what I am saying is that it's incumbent on those in control to do something to help people. Um, I don't know how they do it. I'm not an expert in that area. But taxis have to be part of the solution. Mm. But yeah, can I, can, can I interrupt? Yeah. For, a, for a minute. Really, I'm not denying the fact that you yourself might have wanted to get a taxi to your door, but I'm going to tell you so. Most of the people in that queue, if you broke it down, 50% and didn't, didn't want to get a taxi. They were forced to get a taxi. I tell you, I, I take people home and I'm driving a taxi a long time. I take people home late at night and sometimes 
uh, and this is the truth of it, I'd have people in the car and they'd be, uh, they'd, they'd be an earn of asset monetary that they have to even pay me because they don't want to use the service, they want public transport. Now, you're saying that has to be joined up thinking. The only joined up thinking that went on in this country the last couple, the last 20 years relating to problems of public transport or so, flood the place full of taxis. Flood it. Flood it full of taxis. Uh, and the thing, I, just I would completely... Uh, can, I ask, can I ask you one question? Um, yeah. I was standing at a queue to get the air coach one day and a taxi driver pulled in and he said, are you guys all going to the airport? There were three of us there. And he, uh, we said, yeah. And he says, do you want to hop in and we split the fare? And we did that. And we went out and that was fine. Mm. It struck me watching last Thursday at six o'clock, almost to every single taxi had one person in it. And that's another huge inefficiency. I don't know the answer again, but some kind of ride share some kind of, we're going to city centre, anyone else want to come in and split the bill, that could be part of the solution. But what the problem does be, the issue that the issue that does be done with this, really, to be honest with you, and that's why taxi drivers, are, you know, they get, uh, the only way to describe the way the Irish taxi drivers being treated the last couple of years in this day is socially murdered. They don't have the whereabouts to run this transport out there. That's why it's not there. They don't have the financial whereabouts to do it. And then talk yeah. shows like this do report well, let's flood a flood of taxis. I'm sure we're withering the volume. Let's not care to make money. Just let's not have to bring up radio station giving out that have public transport. That's what that's going to have to happen. And the evidence so, is there. If can... I, hold on a second, will you? The evidence, the evidence is there if anybody wants to see it. Okay. Because at the, at the peak of this, 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 uh, this flooding of the Irish taxi market with 18,000 taxis, and these people are withered on the volume and died off, couldn't make money. So, Patrick, just, just, money. Can, can I, Patrick, just ask you, do, do you have a permit for the airport yourself? I do, yeah. Yeah, because when when I spoke to my own, the, the taxi driver that I, I got yesterday, we were just chatting about the issue because there was obviously the, the huge queue that was there in front of me and the same again behind me when I when I did get one. And he made the point, he said that, you know, during the pandemic, a lot of taxi drivers had got out of the industry and um, some had retired and that there were a lot of permits that hadn't been, you know, people hadn't maybe taken them up because there is a cost associated with Having the having the, the luxury of using well, the airport. You're bringing up you're not bringing up a point there, right? So I'm going to answer this for you. You brought up a point to saying that basically that a lot of people have given up working the airport uh, because of the pandemic. There's also a double-edged sword to that. There's a lot of work on that these people used to do. Like you know, people think that taxi work where we make our money is on four hours of the weekend, the Friday and Saturday night, and, and that's how we all make money. We we work 365 days a year. Um, seven days a week, seven nights a week. So we need to work all the time. And a lot of the reasons why people give up them permits, they made a financial decision. Because as you know, the whole world has changed. Mm. So these Zoom calls and, and all these business flights, they, they've all dropped off. So we can't, unfortunately for, for people, people have to realise this, I can't just walk for two hours a week because people need a taxi for certain time and that's the end of it. A lot of work has dropped off the taxi industry. What people wouldn't be aware of. I point, when I'm talking to people out on a social occasion, we ask me taxi driving and we get into talking about it, they obviously think that, like, I just walk a Friday and Saturday night. There was lots of other work taxis used to do. They used to drop people in and out of offices, they called for walk. All that's gone. The walk has dropped dramatically. Okay. But there is peaks in the walk because of the lack of public transport and this artificial demand that's creating this country at certain periods, like a lot of flights dropping at the one time, or the one that infuriates most is this socialising situation we have that everywhere shuts at the same time. It's 3,000 people running around the place uh, out at the same time. Uh, out at the same time. Most of them didn't get taxis into town, but the old demand 
demand a taxi home because they want to get home because they've accepted that there's no public transport and then the Irish taxi driver gets socially motivated to deal with the situation. Okay. It, it is not a taxi problem. Well, you, you, make, a, you make a very passionate case for it, Patrick, anyway. There's no there's no doubt about that. There's a text in here from Martin um, and he says it's absolutely scandalous what's going on if the airport didn't charge 500 euro. 500 euro, is that what it is for the permit just to take customers out of the airport? I think it's ridiculous. Um, this listener says at Dublin Airport we did wait 25 minutes for a bus to the red car park yesterday. This is from Terminal 2 at half four. They advertised the time in the red car park every five minutes. Wasn't the case yesterday afternoon, according to this texter. Andrew and Bray says there's nothing but green fields between the Dart Line and the airport. It'll be the cheapest piece of rail infrastructure ever built in Ireland. Why can't we just get it done? 53106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us about, well, what's your experience at Dublin Airport trying to get to it or get out of it? Paul is in the line as well. Paul, you too are a taxi driver. Um, Hi, Andrew. How yeah. are you? Yeah. You were listening to Patrick there. Yeah, yeah a, lot of, a lot of valid stuff from, uh, from Patrick there. The problem with the, with the airport is DAA. DAA are only interested in taking a lot of money up front to, to work the airport. And, you know, I used to do, I used to work, I used to have a permit at the airport, um, but I, I, I stopped it many years ago. Why, Paul? It's just, it was too expensive because I wasn't working it all the time. And they did have a system where you went in, you had a, a permit to work at the airport, but you paid as you go. You put the two euro coin into the into the slot and the barrier would open and you drive in. Okay. Seventy five percent of the cars leaving the airport leave empty when they drop somebody off at the airport because they don't have a permit. Because the DAA are so selfish in not well, I, I actually got in touch with them um, about this many years ago about bringing back a system of pay as you go where drivers can come in after they drop someone at the airport on T1 or T2, drive around, rent the hold areas and wait for a few minutes. So just, you... Paul, Paul just, just to give me that, to explain that to me. So that means you, you, you could pay your two euro um, charge to get through the barrier to drop a customer off previously, but in order then to stay on to collect a passenger out of the airport, you need to have this permit. And I, I can, an average here, I'd say from the text coming in, I assume it's taxi drivers texting in here in 53106. Uh, there's different prices of 440 euro for the year, 500 euro as well seems to be the common yeah. price coming in. I thought Patrick probably, he'd he probably tell you how much it is. I don't know how much it is now, but I think it's around 420, 440 a year. But if, if there was an administration fee of, say, 50 euro, and then you pay as you go down if you want to use the airport, and that will solve a lot of the problems at the airport. When you know drivers drop at the airport, they can swing around, as I say, and then put the two euro coin into the slot, and you know the barrier opens up and you can go in. You have to have a permit though to, to get in to, for the barrier to open to allow you in, which I think would make more sense as opposed to just any willy nilly taxi driver because then. The airport will have all the details with a with a permit. They mm, know who they know who's so, coming yeah. coming coming in and coming out. Yeah, any discrepancy. Th- this listener as well says, "I'm a taxi driver and I've and I have a wheelchair accessible taxi with card payment facilities. I wanted to work at the airport. I've contacted the airport authority and they've told me that they're not taking applications for any taxi permits." Um, another listener as well has got in touch to say, "Once again, we have to apologise for the lack of public transport. I travel a lot in Europe. It's it's not, it's just not a problem. Uh, it should have been the first place to, to put in the." Mess- Metrolink tram. Alan Cork says in Morocco they have the ideal solution there. You hail a taxi, you tell them where you're going. If there's already a passenger in the taxi and going in your direction, you share the taxi and the cost. A lovely way to meet local people as well, says Anne in Cork. 53106 is the number if you want to share your own experience with us here on the programme. Paul, Patrick, uh, Owen and Willie, thanks a million for getting in touch with us in the show. The email is always, that's lunchtimelive at newstalk.com. 
Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.